listening to the My Pet Podcast, the show for pet lovers of Australia and around the world. Proudly brought to you by Australia's trusted online pet supply store, Vet and Pet Direct. Welcome to My Pet Podcast. I'm Beck, and I'm joined by Dr. Glenn. Hello. Um, in this episode of My Pet Podcast, we're going to discuss smelly dogs. Well, more specifically, why our dogs might smell. Yep. It's not only because they might roll in something really gross. There's a few reasons. It's delicious, though. Oh, yes. They hmm. do love that. Perfume. <laughs> it's, yeah. Sometimes you wonder, where have they found that? There's something there they'll find. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, it's not always because they've rolled in something yep. gross or they need a bath. But uh, first off, just remember that any of this um, conversation is just general advice and it may or may not be suited to your pet. And if you've got any questions, please contact your veterinarian. So, Glenn, apart from rolling in really disgusting, stinky stuff, which I know dogs manage to find any bit of dead animal, rabbit, horse poo. Horse <laughs> <Ozzard> poo. <laughs> yes, any sort of poo, yeah. Especially after a bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just after you've bathed them, yeah. of course. Yeah. So, apart from that being the obvious cause, I guess, of having a smelly dog, uh, there's a few things that causes them to be smelly. Yeah. And I guess it depends on where the smell is coming from. Yes. So. There's um, yeah, multiple different sources and some of them are, are health problems and some of them mm-hmm. aren't particularly um, health problems. Um, but, yeah, there's there's both ends can, can, both can, ends, can be yes. smelly and all the places in between, basically. Well, that's true, yes. So yeah. it can be coming from mouth, ears, feet, yep. skin, and, yes, of course, their bum. Yes. If they've got a bit of a gas problem. Gas problem or something or, else going on with their bums. Yes. yes. Yeah. So, and then all, the other thing is you've got that wet dog smell, yep. which we're talking about because we're actually getting rain at the moment. Yes. So, <laughs> there's a wet dog smell. Yeah. So, um, where's that? I, f- I assume it's just <laughs> the um, wet dogs liberating their normal bacteria and yeast sort of like they've, mm-hmm. they've always got a a hopefully relatively limited population of um, bacteria and yeast on the skin and yep. and there's a normal um, sort of greasy secretion from the sebaceous glands mm-hmm. which makes your dog's coat whirly and shiny and that sort yep. of thing. Um, yeah, I think it just smells more when it's wet, basically, yep. so it doesn't necessarily mean that it's a problem. I mean, if you've got a dog that you're bathing you know, regularly, they probably get less wet dog smell than mm-hmm. an unwashed dog, um, but there's certainly you know, underlying skin conditions that make a dog that's wet smell even more, mm-hmm. or sometimes it's they smell um, like a wet dog when they're not actually wet. Yes. Yeah. So that's when you need to start looking into things. Yeah. Um, I mean... An overgrowth of bacteria and yeast on the skin um, in the case of dermatitis and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. I mean, dermatitis is a very broad term for inflammation of the skin and, and lots of dogs with um, you know, allergic troubles or um, occasionally parasitic and, and um, allergic skin troubles, they get an overgrowth of normal bugs on the skin. And when yep. that happens, yeah, they just smell more, basically. Sometimes they're greasy little pigs as well. And, and yeah, they just, you know, kind of look they, oily they, like they, t- they feel different. Yep. Yeah. And sometimes they look different. Um, and sometimes they sort of look scurfy and scaly. Um, yep. And you think, gee, they look dry. But then you put your hands on them and they're all crusty and greasy sort of thing, uh, which is the seborrhea side of things. So, yeah, I mean, basically the, the, the smell that comes off their skin, if it's a lot stronger than it should be or they smell, uh, you give them a bath and then they're smelly again you know, a day or two later, that's often an underlying health issue that you should be discussing with your vet probably. Yeah, so yeah. that's probably... One of the bigger causes of the smelly dog is the skin situation. Yeah, the skin skin's a big part of it, yeah. I mean, particularly in our... Um, 
you know, summertime when it's more hot and humid, it's weather. more likely to get an overgrowth of those yep. bugs. But yeah, a dog with um, you know, inflamed skin, whether that's you know, between their toes or mm-hmm. on their belly or which all can over. be from allergies or um, anything really. Can yeah, it can be anything. I mean, mostly allergies, but there's yep. again there's, you know, multiple different yeah. causes of allergies. Um, but yeah, anywhere that you've got um, increased redness and inflammation, um, bugs like growing there. When yep. I say bugs, yeah, bacteria and yeast, um, yep. fungal infections like growing there. I know, like. <laughs> this is um, something a friend once said to me is that a dog's feet smell like Doritos. So, <laughs> which I presume. I'm not a huge Doritos fan. I'm not, <laughs> not sure if that's the case. <laughs> so, I presume it's that yeasty yeah, smell. Yeah, yeasty. I mean, it is, it is sort of a. a, a quite a sweet sort of smell not yep. not sugar sweet but yeah i mean it's quite a characteristic odor um and look you can get used to it quite easily as well yeah. like if you've got a dog that has got severe i mean a lot of the time i'll just you know walk into the consult room and the yep. pet's already there and and i can smell that dog's got a yep. you know an overgrowth infection and, and you talk about it with the owners and they haven't really noticed it yep. um because that's the way it works because yep. if you're living with it all the time you yep. become you know desensitized to it certainly but yeah it's it's nice to walk in a consult room and say does he lick his feet and yeah. scratch his ears yeah he does how do you know that because i can smell him from here yes. yeah yeah um, so that's yeah definitely a sign of that absolutely when they're licking their feet and yeah. scratching their ears yeah but i mean again they don't have to do that no. yeah um but it's it's really common i mean ears and feet's the, the first spot that it comes up a lot of the time and, and i mean sometimes it's just the ears that's the smelly bit you know yeah. you've got um overgrowth of, of the, the the mixed population and stuff and if that's there for long enough you end up with a um you know a, a more so a, a bacterial population mm-hmm. and that's just pussy and rotten and in their it, it's, yeah it's, yep. it's a different smell it's, it's, a, it's a death smell like it's yeah, just yeah, like rotting rotting yeah. yeah just lots of anaerobic bacterial yep. um toxins yeah yep. yeah so i guess that's when um that's the next part moving on from the skin is more in the ear yeah and you can oh, smell it bad when it's there is oh absolutely rotting. yeah yeah, I mean, it's yeah, anaerobic or, or lack of oxygen bacteria. Um, they liberate a, a smell all of their own sometimes, yeah, of, <laughs> of literally, literally rotting stuff. Um, yep. But again, you know, if you've got that smell, you should be at your vet getting it investigated yes, exactly. and, and treated because there's pretty much not a great deal you can do at home that's going to um, treat that effectively mm-hmm. or, or diagnose what the cause of the problem is in the first place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it needs to be checked, especially those ears, because there could be something in there that's actually um, caused that over-bacterial growth. Like- oh, absolutely, I mean, there's, yeah. al- there's always a cause, and it's just yep. you know, is it allergy, or you know, occasionally there's a grass seed or yeah. a foreign body or something like that. Yep. So you just need to, to get to the bottom of it yep. rather than you know, throwing stuff at it. Yep. Yeah. So moving up the head, we've got the mouth, mm-hmm. which often is a cause of smelly breath, yep. but it kind of makes them smell all over, I guess, because they're it can, yeah, because I mean, if they're grooming themselves, yeah. yeah. I mean, and I mean, cats probably worse for mm-hmm. that, as in because they're more effective groomers. So I mean, definitely cats. If you've got um, you know, bad dental disease mm-hmm. or mouth ulcers or something going on like that, um, and they groom themselves, you get the, the stinky cat syndrome, yep. um, as opposed to the stinky kitty syndrome. <laughs> um, when little kittens are, are teething, they get this sort of gingivitis, and, and I just yep. call them stinky little kitties, that sort of yep. three to four-month-old cat um, little kitten smell <laughs> that they just smell like dried, smelly saliva because yep. they're covered in dried, smelly saliva. Yeah, because yeah. they're teething like a baby. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but, yeah, I mean, dogs with dental disease, certainly, mm-hmm. you know, the, the mouth itself, um, it smells a lot because of, the mm-hmm. again, those uh, anaerobic bacteria, those yep. bacteria that are growing in the presence of limited um, oxygen, they'll, they they smell rotten. I mean, a lot of dogs have got smelly breath, though, don't they? Yes, um, their mouths go all sorts of places that, yes. are, that are smelly. Yeah, and that's the other thing. You know, okay, my dog's got... 
you know, bad breath, mm-hmm. well, there's, you know, there's, there's always some bacterial population in the mouth. Yep. Um, and if the teeth are pristine, it's less likely you're going to have, you know, a, a, a bacterial sort of overgrowth in the mouth or bacteria that, that make um, for smelly breath. But, you know, there's occasionally respiratory tract infections and tonsillitis mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing that can cause it. Um, I mean, depends on whose poo they ate 10, minute, 10, exactly minute, 10 minutes ago right. yep. um, as a cause of problems. Yep. Um, and probably another common cause of bad breath is the um, old um, anal gland dog where they've got um, anal gland troubles so in there, licking, licking their bum and then licking your face and you, <laughs> you wonder where, where that smell comes from. <laughs> and if you've ever smelled anal gland problems, you'll... Yep. Yep. It's, it's, it's quite characteristic it odour of its own as well. It's yeah. terrible. But, yeah, quite a few... Dogs, I'll see that um, their owners concerned about bad breath, and, yep. and it's coming from from bottom end troubles, and they're yep. doing the scoot thing um, from anal gland troubles, um, which is sort of the two and two hasn't been put together yet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I guess when it comes to their mouth, it's um, sort of trying to determine if it's just because of something disgusting they've just eaten, like you have to run off to the vet if it's the first time you've ever smelt it. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, I always just get people looking them, yeah, look at the dog's mouth yep. and see is there. Um, you know, is, are, they, are their teeth crappy? Is there something you know, yep. stuck, stuck in the mouth or something else? But again, you know, if in doubt, get it checked out yep. basically, and then rule out the the the, the health concern side of things. Um, and then if all those have been ruled out, yep, you can go down the um, you know mint biscuits or charcoal biscuits yep. and, and all sorts of stuff to you know I'm improve um, <laughs> you know freshen their breath sort yep. of thing. But no amount of um, breath freshening dog treats are going to help if the teeth are rotten. Rotting, yeah, because yeah. it's a bacterial problem. Yeah. Yep. So then I guess we head to the other end where we've got their backsides. Yep. So first off, dogs fart. They do. <laughs> some, 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 some more than others, yes. um, but I think they pretty much all do. Yep, yep. I'm pretty sure. Um, and, I mean, some some seem to do it more than others um, routinely, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Um, and, I mean, there's if you've got a health issue in the um, digestive department, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, malabsorption problems and irritable bowel syndrome and, and yep. all that sort of thing, I mean, definitely you can have more gas liberated. Yep. Um, I think it's unreasonable to expect that there's not going to be any gas, yep. but if there's a you know significant upturn in gas <laughs> production, um, I mean, a lot of times it's just dietary change, like yep. you know, you've changed from something to something else and um, and the, the gut bacteria are, are responding mm-hmm. correspondingly. Um, I know I've got chickens at home and, and if the dogs get a few extra eggs, um, hmm. Certainly, the sulfur-producing bacteria um, do nice. do better. And six to twelve hours later, you know about it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, again, you know, if there's increased gas production um, more than what it seems to be normally, and particularly if it goes along with you know, gastrointestinal upset or mm-hmm. something, that's um, probably um, worthwhile discussing with your vet. Certainly, yep. um, but yeah, I don't believe strongly in. Charcoal tablets and, mm-hmm. and charcoal biscuits and that sort of thing, and I think it makes a great deal of difference. Yep. Or you know, the amount you've got to give to make a, a practical difference um, to, to sort of you know, cover up or reduce gas production yep. in that way. I mean, I'm certainly a big fan of like your probiotics and prebiotics mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And, and Which if, balance the gut. Yeah, and and if you know other problems have been ruled out that you never can do any harm with with a you know a prebiotic, probiotics and or of supplement. Course a good quality diet is yeah. going to be less likely to cause less gas less less likely. Yeah. Um, but again, it just depend, depends it. on the. Pet. Yeah. Um, and depends on, yeah. I mean, if if it's a poorly digestible diet mm-hmm. that that ends up with a larger amount of more so vegetable matter in the in the large bowel to be fermented. Um, yep. yep, you're going to have increased gas yep. production that way. Uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of times just dietary change and, and dietary you know, variation sort of thing. Yep. Um, definitely, I see. You know, I'm a big raw 
meaty bone fan, but mm-hmm. the dinosaur bone sitting in the backyard for three weeks getting chewed on in the sun and getting yeah. rained on and rotting away and dogs eating that, that is certainly a significant cause of, of gut upsets. Um, so the old chew on a bone for half an hour and whatever's left, pick it up and throw it away yep. rule is my theory on it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Stops that bacteria growth on the bone yeah, and just, it's not going into the tummy. takes it away as a, as a, yep. as a possibility sort yep. of thing. Yeah. So, and just buy some air fresheners and then you'll be right to put your money that way. Yeah. Um, but there's also other things that can cause um, a bit of a smell down there and it's, um, we spoke about anal glands, which yeah. is a real... Pretty stink smell. Yeah, pretty stink smell. And it's pretty common too. And, yeah. you know, the anal glands are, if you think of your dog's bottom as a clock face, um, mm-hmm. there's a little gland at four o'clock and at eight o'clock um, on that clock face. And, and it's sort of a pea to kidney bean size gland with a little duct that, um, that, um, exits just on the outside of the anus, basically. Yeah. And, um, each time your dog has a poop, there's a little bit of that supposed to go on top of the poop to make it. Smell, smell a bit more and individually scented. It's marking um, the territory yeah. situation. Um, sometimes you get impaction or blockage of those mm-hmm. little ducts and, and occasionally infection and, and abscesses, abscess, yeah. um, but it's more so um, the impacted ones just cause irritation and, and then there's the, the scooting sort of behaviour. So they're but, rubbing their bum on the ground. Yeah, yep. um, and plenty of dogs will you know, lick their backsides lick and that sort yep. of thing. Um, but sometimes you'll get you know, leakage of, of the the um, scented secretion mm. when it's sort of not supposed to sort of thing yep. um, and, and that'll end up on the couch or Sometimes the bed. Sometimes they get scared too, don't they? they <laughs> things can tighten and yep. increase tension and, and liberate such smells. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, and that's pretty common. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, hit by cars and yes. dog fights and, and, you know, life-threatening scare yep. situations. Often there's anal gland juice yep. everywhere. Yep. Yeah. And it's not, yeah, it's not pretty smell. Yeah. You'll probably really notice that one. Yes. And it's really clingy. Yes. It's hard to get off your face. <laughs> oh, my God. You're speaking from experience. Speaking from experience, yeah. yep. I go, quite, I, I go quiet when I'm expressing anal glands because you <laughs> would prefer up. not to have your mouth open. <laughs> yeah, it's really not yeah. the nicest thing that yeah. we have to do. But, <laughs> yeah. but no, it, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's a certainly a cause of odours, that's yes, for sure. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it is something that if you are concerned about, definitely go and see a vet because yeah. um, they need to check it out because if there is some form of impaction or infection it can end up all of a sudden you end up with this massive hole blown out behind yeah. uh, below the anus and it's yeah. a whole nother problem that's right yeah and i mean i it's, to me it's not something to yeah play around with basically no. because if it is you know if it's actually blocked well that's you know just squeezing them non-specifically is, yep. is potentially a bad and painful thing yep. um so yeah so get a professional check it out and, and decide what you need to do from there yeah yeah so we covered all the reasons for a smelly dog mm. we've talked about the skin and I think that's fairly much it. Yeah, both both ends and, and the bit in the middle, um, and <laughs> and just rolling in it in general, yes. basically. Yeah. I mean, and obviously there's you know there's specific health conditions that can contribute to, to overall smell yeah. sometimes, and that's usually the smell is a symptom of something else sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, you get you know, there's numerous diseases that change. Um, how the skin works and then yeah. makes them more prone to be, you know, smelly with you know, thyroid conditions and, and mm-hmm. hormonal conditions and all sorts of stuff. But it's really, you know, that's the most common things. But if there's no obvious cause for it um, or if there's any other, you know, signs of illness or ill thrift or changes yeah. or anything, yeah, I mean, best to get it checked out and yeah. then rule out the, you know, important medical stuff. And mm. then, you know, the, the um, there's plenty of perfumed and cologne shampoos yeah. and stuff out there, which is which is fine. But if it's just sort of 
a Band-Aid over the top of a exactly, problem that masking. otherwise needs treating, yeah. um, that's um, that's the best way Which, to go is to rule it out first and then and then go from there. And yeah. if you like a, a, a nice scented shampoo yep. um, for your inside dog yep. um, to have them smelling like that rather than the way they normally smell, I mean, that's fine. Yep. But it's, yeah, if you've got an underlying health condition, you want to try and control that first. Yeah. Um, so basically, all of, if you've got a smelly dog that has been smelly for a while and you really can't understand the reason behind it like they haven't just been continually rolling in the same dead rabbit in the backyard yeah. um probably get them to your vet and have have a little check out because well give them a check over yourself make sure their mouth looks okay and sort of their ears if you see any pus discharge anywhere whether that's mouth ears skin bum that's a definite straight to the vet yeah. Yeah. and then otherwise get them to your vet and let them have a check out because a lot of the time it's um can be from just like that yeast and bacterial infection so it could be red itchy skin and it could be actually irritating them in yep. other places and, and getting it early you know before it gets you know out of control out of control that's that's the thing yeah yep. so often it's you know it's the first non-specific symptom that yes. you can that you can pick up on sort of thing yep. yeah and yeah. of course it's always best because once it starts irritating them if it is something that's irritating them for a long time um it develops and gets out of hand and then uh, you end up early with, is always easiest yeah yep. end up with issues so yep. um that's the reasons why your dog might smell, guys. Yep, that's the smelly dog syndrome. <laughs> yep, basically. So, yes, if you think he's, your little pooch is a bit on the nose, speak to your vet. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.